Off the ball. The last battle in the Ronaldo-Messi war mm. was that World Cup and uh, Ronaldo lost it and then, then he ended up at like an Al Nasser. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Off the ball daily. People aren't impressed with the football that they're watching is the gist. For instance, Good evening, fellas. I had the debate with a friend over a pint about the current GA football season. We couldn't put a finger on the reason it has failed to capture our attention for a sustained amount of time. The skill levels undoubtedly are on the rise and the standards of fitness and commitment by intercounty players has probably never been higher. It would seem contradictory that this would lead to less excitement around the championship. Format aside, and there are issues with the format, I think we can agree. I feel there is no room for individualism in football anymore and outside of Clifford, in brackets, generational talent, there are no superstars in the sport. Guys like Khan, Shane Walsh, Damien Comer, I feel would have bigger profiles in the sport 10 or 20 years ago. I feel every year there is less and less room, or sorry, excuse me, there is less and less reason to tune into GAA football games. Let me know your thoughts. I stuck up a tweet about this on Sunday I was watching the Sunday game and you couldn't help but be struck by the reasonably empty stadiums that were there across the weekend Are you taking June Bank Holiday as a big part of the You take it into account somewhat yeah but I mean this was consistent enough with the first round didn't exactly ignite and people were saying that people were kind of waiting for round two and round three despite the newness of all this and three main reasons came back from people who responded to the tweet that I stuck up I would say the overwhelming reason was people are not enjoying the style of football that's being played at the moment the second was a 25 quid is quite steep when you know that you'd have to go into your team three times once at neutral venue once away and maybe you might go to the home game and then people were also taking into account the format means that you know, there's no sense of jeopardy whatsoever. I know John Fogarty's writing about this in the Irish Examiner today that there's a very good chance a team will go through without a win to the knockout stages of the All. There are Sligo most likely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, there's two aspects. The format, I just, it doesn't work for me. I, like, I really don't like it. So, like, the headline news is 15 of the 16 teams are still alive. And I guess... That's because 12 go through. In theory, they are. But, I mean... For Loud to still be alive, they need to be carried a neutral venue in Group 1. In Group 2, Westmead, technically still alive, they have to be Tyrone. Kildare Sligo most likely will both lose their next match, so one of them will go Score through difference will probably with difference, yeah. one point from three games, so a draw and then two defeats. And in Group 4, Clare out, there's no competition really for like top two. So Derry and Monaghan on three points, Donegal on two points. If that had been just two teams progressed, then we'd have Donegal versus Monaghan this weekend in what would be like a knockout game. And I, like, I understand the argument that letting so many through ensures that the quarterfinal lineup will be stacked. But I just feel with football, I've been living in this state of delayed gratification all year. Like, I just want something now. It's June. Yeah. I want a bit of fun. I want a shock. I want a knockout game. I want everything on the line. I've eaten all my vegetables first. I'm still not at the good part. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just the. F- it's a, it's a tweak it's not like revolution I just think it's very obvious they have to try two teams only qualify like uh, next year that just has to be tried we're seeing it in crowds we're seeing it in the intensity of the games we're seeing it in the conversations we're having week to week Kerry going to Porky Cueve is not this life or death kind of fixture it should be this is the least punitive group stages in world sport Joe three group games are more than enough for anyone to not complain about not getting enough championship games in one summer and that's not including playing at the provincials on top of that too so I think if you have three games and you have to be in the top two that's enough to justify that you got a fair crack yeah, at the you might lose one big team 
But like that, good. Yeah. yeah. That, like I, I, you need a bit of juice now, surely. Like there's no oxygen in this championship. Absolutely not. And myself and Will were having this argument with Jer on Friday and, and, and Jer was saying like, you know, that it'll be all worth it at the end basically. You know, we'll have these good matches. But, you know, I think we need something along the way. We can't be just waiting for a tournament to start. We can't be having this prolonged pre-season basically. And another thing, someone wrote this in the paper today. I think it might have been Dennis Walsh. Sorry if I've got it wrong. But about like, the lack of relegation being an issue as well. You know, we talk about you can have, you can have, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Danger. Uh, jeopardy. jeopardy. You can have Jeopardy both ways, you know, and look at the, like the Leinster Hurling Championship was terrible this year, but it probably had the best last day of anything because you had those two matches where everything was on the line yeah. for Wexford and for uh, Westmead and Antrim. Uh, you know, so so like that's it, it all. The original sin was the cop out. Yeah. The original sin was that they didn't go for proposal B. They wanted to keep the provincial championships relevant. They wanted to give everybody a chance to get in, and not everybody needs to have the chance. You know, and they've been so burned by the super eights and like Dublin. John Fogarty made the point in eighteen and nineteen. They won their first two matches. They were pretty much through, so they played second string sides against Roscommon and Tyrone, and they've been so burned by that that they've over. Yeah. Corrected so what you have now is a championship that is a championship that is like linked to the provincial championships and linked to the league. Yeah. But and and where it just sort of happens and then like we five weeks, three rounds uh, played over four weekends over five ti- five weekends in real time in the middle of the summer where it's all kind of a bit pointless and Clare and like either Kildare or Sligo Louth and Westmead who nobody know, everybody knows none of those teams can win the All-Ireland yeah. will get knocked out and then we start for real like, like pro- it's pre-season I know the provincial championships are a necessary evil it'll take time to get rid of them they're winding down as we speak but like for us to sacrifice the group stages on top of that mm. it's too much real estate of what is a tight season like too much of the season now is delayed gratification. It perpetuates the system as well, Joe, where if you finish in the top eight in the country with your league finish, you're almost certainly into at least a preliminary quarterfinal in the championship because you can fail in the provincials but still be well seeded for and, the championship. And I, I don't think like the toll of, oh, you have to play in a preliminary quarterfinal. Like, I, I just don't think the majority of us watching round three will be that bothered either way. Like, will fans be like, swinging from the rafters because like oh yes we've avoided a preliminary quarter final like it's not enough of a, no. a win you're making I would say like a disapproving face at me for the last five no it's not well I don't I do think lastly teams will want they'd rather finish top than second or third it just means you have a less week to have to play like you know like Kerry are probably in a situation where they're playing non-stop now yeah through if they get depending on how far they and get is that compelling enough for you to be tuning into? Well, it's not that it, like I, I, my kind of point with this is, and it all kind of comes back to the same thing is that there's not, there's the reality here, and there's an ideal that isn't reflective of any reality. I don't think there's ever been a time when people are captivated by every element of the football championship. I'm not captivated by any element of it right but now. But you will be. You will be from the quarterfinals <laughs> on, and there'll be three weekends, Life and there'll be living. no, but there'll be three weekends, and there'll be blockbuster. That much we can guarantee. We, like as much as we possibly can know anything, we we'll know the quarterfinals are hit and miss. And I don't know if there's a, if there's that many better teams going to be in it than we're coming through the qualifiers. But then, if you knock it down to two teams instead of three, that'll make no difference. It's inevitably what we're getting. We're getting to the same thing just with an extra round of games. So yeah. if you knock off, so it makes no difference. Then, there's only saying. ten good teams or whatever. So there isn't like the fact of the matter is there just aren't that many good teams in the football championship, or certainly yeah. there aren't enough teams of a similar level. Yeah. So like they a super league. I mm. don't think it's going to make any blind bit of difference. Okay, that's. And good I, point. I just don't think there's anything. It's never been the case where it's going <laughs> to all go, and it's been brilliant. 
and it's like every game is class and every game most games like for most of the football championship most games have been absolutely pointless yeah we're, we're de- definitely where I do have sympathy is like the lack of depth uh, for sure one and also like you just can't bank on certain teams to show up like Donegal this year woeful couple of years ago like a really juicy prospect in a quarter final for instance so like the to and in throwing of teams is a bit of an issue as well when you're trying to map out a a format which will serve because the depth comes and goes a touch the only thing though Arthur is championship is built on and I, I am in no way saying let's go back to all knockout <laughs> and you know there's no way that but it is what 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 the championship was built on was knockout football and hurling right and that was and, and any change from that I think what you can't have is games that mean nothing because that's not what the sport is built on. And no. maybe we'll adapt in time and, and maybe look, we're being short-sighted and this will all develop into something and it'll find its way and it'll be all great in five years, right? Maybe. But I just think that, like, I remember being absolutely sickened in, when they had the Super 8s and Common played Cork in, like, the last round and both of them were already out. And it was like, I was there thinking, I was like, this must be the first game in GEA Championship history yeah. in either sport that means nothing. Mm-hmm. That there's no winner or loser to. And we can't keep having that. No, like, and, I agree. And, and what we've done is a system that's created even more of that because yeah. everybody's true. So maybe we won't always have the great games, but surely we should have a thing where if you lose, you're in serious trouble. Maybe you don't need to be out. But Kerry losing to Mayo should have meant that Cork was basically knockout for them. And if they lost if they lost on on Saturday, it still would have been fine. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <sighs> Look, there's all sorts of in-between bits you could sort out with that why thing, but like, why then should they have a match against such a high opposition at that point of the championship, whereas in the case of, say, Dublin are playing Roscommon, Kildare and Sligo? Why, you know what I mean? Like, So there are peculiarities that I appreciate, but you, back to your but point, it, but it you can't predict where different teams no, will be can't. in a different cycle. And like, don't all sports from World Cup football down... It draws. Don't they thrive on the group of death? The one that like it's not necessarily fair, but it's not like it's Kerry getting screwed every year. It's just this was the nature of the draw, and look <coughs> at this little group that we've cooked up, and everyone gets very excited about it for that year. It's not like K- Kerry and Mayo would be condemned every year to be in that group of death, no, but like I, it, you know, it, it's an aspect of a given year which which adds a certain something to it. You know, I'm all for any system that stops the same usual teams winning. But I don't think this will do that anyway. Like I, I still think we're going to be in the same place come the end of the year, which is kind of disheartening in its own way. Probably, now maybe maybe they drop off, but this system won't be the reason for that. Why there'll be any change in it? It does just seem to give Kerry, Dublin, et al, more time yeah. to, to get to correct anything wrong, yeah. and that's grim. That's really grim. Mm. At the same time, we're in a football championship that we should be excited about. It's the first time that I can remember that I we, we would honestly say, w- would anyone in this room be shocked if Dublin, Kerry, Mayo, Galway, Derry, and you might even throw Tyrone in there, wouldn't won the All-Ireland? Do you know what's really you weird? You wouldn't be shocked. Any of them could yeah. win it. Do you know, you know what's know? weird about that then? It's like a great team is not going to win the All-Ireland this year. Yeah, I'm not as kind of invested in it because of it. Touch whoever wins the All Ireland of those know. now, I'll, I'll I'll sort of be sitting there saying, yeah, they're, they're a real downgrade on what we've seen for the last decade. It beats us, Joe, having probably the greatest team of all time with Dublin winning year after year. After yeah, but year. I prefer yeah, every competition has to be its own thing. But I, yeah, to be fair, du- Dublin winning year after year after year doesn't tell the truth of Dublin being pushed to the pin of their collars and replays and winning by a point. Like they were epics. That's and right. then I felt this great sense of, and I would have been like more, I would have had a leaning towards Mayo for family reasons. 
But even after those games, I would have had this great sense of, well, like, wow, but like what champions we have and what an epic way to win it. Whereas I think now, whoever wins it, I'll be sitting there saying, yeah. flawed. Uh, I don't know when it gets no. to us. You yeah, can't have the Dublin, I think the Kerry Dublin Galway teams were washed year, through Leinster. Amazing. Same Dublin teams, they didn't have a competitive game until the All-Ireland semi-final. Yeah. Like, that's not... That's not but it. they were a great team winning the All Ireland as opposed well, to a flawed team winning the All Ireland. But what, like, what, like if Mayo went on to win, say they they beat yeah. Cork next weekend and progress on, win a quarter final, semi final, final. Yeah. Like, what else could you possibly ask them to do? Oh, nothing. It's not against them. But I would just have the sense of it's it, it's not as valuable in All Ireland as if you'd beaten Dublin. You played three more games. Dublin from three years ago. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. You can't be that's saying. I feel. You're just winding up. I'm not winding up. That's beating Dublin four years ago is a more valuable Ireland than the 2023. Sure, they didn't beat them four years ago, so they can only beat them. I know. Yeah. So, like, there's a degree of oh, you've you know you've swooped in. What if Dublin win it? You yes. know, if Dublin kind of come back mean? from being written off might and go and win on, on, might on their the, favourites. Might depend on the nature of their performance. We're yeah. carrying off very good champions last year. Beat Dublin in Epic by a point. Won a very entertaining All-Ireland final. Yeah, I could. I lived with that, yeah. And like, <laughs> I lived with, I David Clifford crowned. And Clifford, yeah. Like, Cl- yeah. Clifford sort of yeah, no. brought them to a certain aura of greatness. He could do that again. He could he do, do it on again. his own this year, I'll tell you from what I saw on Saturday. But anyway, that's another story from another day. We haven't addressed one point that the actual email yeah, said, which was about the style of football and players not being allowed to express themselves. We'll have to take it. a break. Okay. We've gone off on a tangent there. <laughs> we went more into format.